It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 106.3. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the home team, and we are live for your ride. It is the HOV lane. Four to six, live on ESPN 106.3. Of course, live on your smart speakers. Just tell it, play ESPN 106.3. And on the ESPN app. Dean Thomas, you got to... You got the dad thing working from the knees down again today. Man, I can't help it. I don't know what, you know, I got to think from the knees down and then like in the midsection is all dad for me. He's wearing um, black dad house socks. These aren't like dress socks. Nah. House socks. And then you got slides on underneath. So they're not athletic socks. Nah, they're not athletic with socks. Slides. They're just. With, with the slides. Yeah, I feel like a dad today. Like recently I've been feeling real dad like. Well, you're a dad. I know. So it except, should, it should for, have happened 18 years ago. <laughs> except for that, you know, like that's the only part of the dad I don't really feel. It should have probably happened 18 yeah. years ago, you know, around the time that your son was about to join the world. Uh, there she is, S2T2. Uh, what good, Tini? What up? Um, you tell me. Did you see him from the knees down? No, I didn't really look at his whole outfit today. Take a look. Dean Thomas today. Stand up for me for oh, real bro. quick. Yeah. He has a Dodger blue t-shirt on. I actually says, thought it was a Dodger shirt That's at the first. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Dodger yeah. blue, Daru Strong, Phil Daru, who came in studio with us. He trains a lot of fighters and actors and celebrities like Kevin James, who we'll hear from later, and Dustin Poirier, who we'll talk about shortly. And then you got what kind of shorts on? Free uh, Reebok. Right. You, got, you got free box shorts on. Yep. Um, UFC gear, yep. That licensing deal ended three years ago. I know. So these are the old ones. You could tell. Nike. But he's got, but he's got dad house black socks. Yep. And then Nike slides on. And then yeah. Nike slides. And not even the good Nike uh, not slides. Not even the good ones. Yeah, no. those are old. Those are the ones where you can, like, they're the adjustable straps. Yeah, they're adjustable. Like, they're not even really. Those are the ones that are the ones they sell at the checkout line at TJ Maxx. <laughs> You know what I'm next saying? to the popcorn, like right, yeah, right, right. With all the snacks, next to, next to the candy. Does anyone buy snacks? When you I go, do. Oh every, yes. Every time I go on one of them spots, I get a bag of popcorn and some sugary uh, worms. Because there's always stuff that looks good, but then I tell myself, how old is it? How gross might it be? It I do matter. think like, that. Like go to the dollar store. Like I go to the dollar store. I check the expiration date. I but I'm like, how do I know that they didn't just like you know paint over it? Man, did I tell you about the time I went to the dollar store and I bought frozen vegetables? Yes. And I swear I was—I thought I was eating a bag. Yeah. It yeah. was nasty. They were that bad. Sometimes that you nasty. get what you pay for. Yeah. And was. this show is free, by the way. So just a reminder, <laughs> this show is free. Home team for the ride home, as I said. Le- weekdays were 4 to 6 live. But remember, you can listen whenever you want on Tina Time. 
That means she posts the show to podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, when she feels like it. That's on Tina, Tina time. time. Uh, we are on Lamar Jackson time mm. is what we are on right now because today, franchise day, uh, franchise tag day has begun. This will go on for two weeks until, well, seven minutes ago. Two weeks from today at 4 p.m., franchise tagging period will be over. There's two options. Either the Ravens can tag Lamar Jackson exclusive or non-exclusive. I'm not going to go too deep into the difference, but it does involve money, and it does involve whether or not other teams can negotiate with Lamar Jackson. Uh, Bottom line is we know the situation. He is representing himself. Still doesn't have an agent. Still deals with the team himself. We know that Baltimore is a town that loved him until he didn't play the end of the season. And then some folks have aired their grievance saying, is he a team guy? Is he a me guy? Uh, Lamar Jackson was one of those dudes that was going to be a Baltimore legend, like Cal Ripken. He was going to be a Baltimore legend, like, like Ray Omar Lewis. from The Wire. Like Omar from The Wire, exactly. Uh, Omar, uh, if you're going to come for the king, you best not miss. Yeah, you best not miss. That's what he said. Uh, Lamar Jackson right now, the situation is such. The Ravens may franchise tag him. They may do it exclusive. They may do it non-exclusive. They may work a deal with him. But there's only been in the last decade, I think, three quarterbacks that have ever been franchised. There's 32 teams. Franchise tagging your quarterback is normally not a good sign. It doesn't happen because deals get done. Right. If you're, if you're franchise tagging your quarterback, you've got a problem. Does that make sense? Uh, that doesn't actually make, make sense, sense at it all. Make, I would th- I would think I would have thought that was a good thing, right? No. Because like Think. that means no. that they're like no. ha- investing in you and no. taking care of you. Franchise tag means all right. So we're going to pay you the median, the average of oh, the top the paid. Is, so he's getting the average. It would be forty some million dollars if he's exclusive, and thirty two and a half, I think, if he's non exclusive. You don't want to be franchise tagged if you're the quarterback. In fact, you don't want to be if you're a player. Because what it means is they're not sure the terms of the deal. They don't want to make you happy. They don't want to give you what you want. See, I thought it was the opposite. I thought, like, putting a tag on you meant, like, all right, you ours now, so now we're going to take care of you and give you what you want. No, that's called getting married. Yeah. That's that's different. That's what I thought. Like, it's the same thing. Like, getting a tag, I thought it was the same thing. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, That was the final year of his rookie deal last year. And that rookie deal, what did he do? He had the third best win percentage of anybody since he started playing. He won an MVP award, and he proved what that team was when he wasn't there. So what's the problem? Lamar Jackson, local kid. He's one of ours. He's a Boynton Beach kid. Boynton Beach High School. In, in our, here's to show how smart we are. Is ESPN West Palm approaches next Friday, our 20th <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> when we had our top 63 football awards for the best players in high school. We still have it. He, uh, yeah, but it was his year. He was what, number three? Two. He was number two, and Stone Labanowitz was number one. No, he That's was not. That's how smart we are. No, he was he not. No, I'm just no. I don't, Stone didn't make the top ten. Stone was like 53. Oh. <laughs> he was not. I think Stone was in the top 20, though, for sure. You think he was? I'm pretty positive sure. he was in the top 20. Can you think for sure? Mm-hmm. Can you mm-hmm. think for sure? I think for sure. It, no, it's one or the other. Can't be both. Uh, Lamar Jackson, this saga will continue until, well, either they get a deal done or they slap a tag on. It's one of the two. Exclusive, non-exclusive. Here's the thing. He still wants a fully guaranteed deal. And here's the thing. He's still representing himself. I don't know how many times we've talked about this since Deshaun Watson got that deal. But that was an outlier. Mm -hmm. That was an exception. That was not the norm. And I promise you this. Not only does Stephen Bouchotti, owner of the Ravens, not want to give Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract. He's got every one of his business partners. 
He's got 31 other owners that are saying to him, do not, do not give him a fully guaranteed deal. Because what that means is now it becomes a trend. Yep. The first time can be an accident. Mm-hmm. The second time, hold on a minute, because then everybody else is going to say, what? I'm not in that class. What? I'm not. I'm, I'm as good off the field as Lamar Jackson and a better on the field as Deshaun Watson. So you're telling me it's a dangerous precedent. It's never been done for a reason. And Deshaun Watson was the wrong guy to get the deal. Deshaun, oh, for sure. If anyone was going to get that deal, it would be Patrick Mahomes. Right. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson got it because the Cleveland Browns are pathetic. Right. They're a pathetic, sad organization. And I know that they're partners of ours in Cleveland, but the truth is, y'all haven't done a damn thing and you can't. And your owners made a huge mistake. Not only did you sign a guy who is clearly, by every measure, a sexual predator, a sexual deviant, legally and otherwise, but then you gave him the deal that is now going to be the standard by which all others are hoped, not judged, but hoped for. Right. But Lamar Jackson doesn't really have a lot of leverage here, right? He couldn't have. I mean, think about it. So, like, he can say, I want this amount of money, and then the Ravens say no, and then if he says, well, I'm going to go somewhere else, they're not going to give it to him either because they're they're imploring the, the Ravens don't give him that money. So, like... Why would they? Why would he feel like he can go somewhere else and there, get the money? To because there may be organizations willing to. There may be. I know, but I'm saying. Willing. But if they're going to tell the Ravens not to do it, why would they give it to him? Sometimes people say, "Don't do it." It's oh, do as I do say, it. not right. as I do. And circumstances change. Somebody else breaks the rules. I mean, you, you watch enough dramatic TV: Sopranos, Yellowstone, whatever. There's an alliance, and the alliance is broken. We right. got a deal. It's my word, but I'm not keeping it. The Baltimore Ravens got a situation because clearly. They got their quarterback. That's the guy. It's not a question of whether or not he can play. He's the guy. He won an MVP award. He's got the third highest win percentage since he entered the league. He's legit. Lamar is the real deal. He's an NFL starting quarterback of the elite level. Mm -hmm. Problem is, he wants the mistake. He wants the mistake that happened in Cleveland. Do the same mistake for me. And it doesn't work that way. It, do, it doesn't work that way. No NFL owner that I can think of is going to give anyone a Deshaun Watson contract. If Jesus rose and returned and said, hey, I'm going to you know, save humanity, but also I want to play in the NFL. They wouldn't give <laughs> wouldn't him a guaranteed him, right. deal. And he's like, I can heal myself. Like, right. doesn't matter. Can't do it. Because other guys are going to want it too. Right. You see what I'm saying? Other guys are going to want it too. Lamar Jackson thinks, well, Deshaun Watson got it. And, and he's right. He's more deserving. And they made a mistake with Deshaun Watson. But you can't duplicate the mistake just because you got it wrong there. If I'm at the store and, and the guy ahead of me, they price something wrong, right? And so he goes up and goes, hold on a minute. It said it was $5. Why are you ringing me up at $6? And they said, oh, no, we made a mistake. I can't then run back there, grab one and go, how about me? Right, for sure. See what I'm saying? And what he wants to do is he wants the... Hold on, I'm going to go get one. All right, make the same mistake with me. But how much do you think he's willing to budge? He's not. He's not willing to budge at all? That's he why we're here. The same thing? Yes. That's why we're here. That's why we've gotten all the way to here. We've gotten this. He said he wouldn't negotiate during the season, which is smart, because that's normally what you know players do. Mm-hmm. But normally agents are dealing. He is the one. Here's the problem. Say I'm your agent, and I've been your agent many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in a situation to say, um, here's why I want Dean involved. No one's ever given me pushback on anything, ever. But if it was money involved, I've never negotiated your money. I've asked for you to get more, but I've never negotiated for you. 
So the team is, I'm your agent. And so the team says to me, um, Lamar's great. Lamar's our guy. We love Lamar. We want Lamar to go in the Hall of Fame in a Ravens jersey. That's it. We want him. And I say, that's great. The deal's got to be fully guaranteed. And they go, we can't do that. Can't make this. And I, Lamar's a better person than Deshaun Watson. And they go, yeah, but on Twitter, he did put us in a tough spot because he did tweet that thing and he used that language and it was taken as it was very, it was obscene. You couldn't read it on. It was profane. And some took it as it being, um, you know, anti-gay, uh, LBGTQ. It was mm-hmm. a phrase that he used. I'm not having that conversation with, with you directly. The team isn't. Right. The agent absorbs all of the yeah buts. The agent absorbs all of the yeah buts. Yeah, but on third down, he sucks. Yeah, but on throws over 18 yards, he's in the bottom five. They're not, so now he doesn't have an agent. So now the team's got to tell him the ugly truth. Ooh. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Agents are that buffer. Right. Agents can ask for things that are ridiculous, and the player goes, hey, that's on him. I got nothing to do with that. Yeah. And the team can offer with, and they go, that's on, that's on him, man. That's not, that's not me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the buffer. He doesn't have right. a buffer. Instead, he's stubborn. And, and I wish that I could sit with the kid and tell him for just a couple minutes and say, you're a better player than Deshaun Watson. Everybody knows it. You're a better person than Deshaun Watson. Everybody knows it. You're an elite quarterback. You deserve to be paid as such. Everybody knows it. But nobody's getting a fully guaranteed deal again. I know you're thinking you're going to do this and you're going to get suckered. And then in five months, somebody else is going to get it. and You're going to go, what the hell? But he, you don't think it's going to happen ever again? It's never going to happen again. Not to that degree. There right. may be a fully guaranteed deal at fifty million, right? But not at two hundred and thirty-five. Not well, that's at three hundred. That's what I'm thinking. He just he, he negotiates a little bit less. But if he gets it guaranteed, he might not get two hundred mil. He can make more money than what they were offering before, and he can get more guaranteed money. But he wants the whole thing guaranteed. It's this. It's this kind of stubborn. Yeah, well, he got it. So me too. Yeah, well, and and, and I'm sure they've gone every route to be like, listen. They made a mistake. They admit it. Again, if I'm Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Ravens, I'm like, hey, uh, idiots. I wouldn't use that language. I would say, hey, bleep hole <laughs> to the owners of uh, the Browns. I'd say, Jimmy, I'm going to come over there and grab you by your throat. Unless you get on the phone, you call Lamar, you tell him who you are, and you tell him that was a mistake and that you were desperate and that it's never happening again. Mm-hmm. Poor Lamar. Well, I mean, not poor Lamar. Not, why is it poor Lamar? Why? No, because why? He thinks he, because he thinks he's going to get something that he's not going to get. He thinks he's he's been holding out this long, thinking that he's going to get this guaranteed contract, and it's not going to happen. Does he think or does he want? Because there's a difference in life between what we believe. He obviously thinks because he's been holding out this long. There's a difference in life between what we believe and what we want to believe. Your belief, you don't choose. It chooses you. Whether you believe in God or you don't. Right. It, it chooses you. You feel it or you don't. Does he really believe he's going to win this? Yeah. Does he really believe he's going to get a fully guaranteed deal? He, I think he does. Yeah. He, I mean, he's been holding out this long because he could have already did his deal and still wanted a better deal. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's been holding out this long is he probably thinks he's getting his deal. He could get franchised sometime in the next two weeks and it could be exclusive or it could be non-exclusive. He can get a deal done sometime in the next two weeks or they could franchise it and then they could get the deal done sometime before the season begins. Or he could sit out the season and say, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. I'll just roll the dice. I'll see you all in 2024. Oh, yeah. John Elway got drafted by the Baltimore Colts. And sat out. And, and said, I'm not going to Baltimore. I'm not playing for that terrible organization. So he went and played minor league baseball. 
He went and played for the Oneonta Yankees in, in Oneonta, New York. John for Elway real? did. No kidding. And the next year got back in the draft and boom, Denver Broncos. No kidding. It's not unprecedented yeah. for dudes to say, yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's unusual for an MVP quarterback. It's unusual for a quarterback to be franchise tagged. I'm not sure it's ever been done where a league MVP starting quarterback got franchised. Well, who's the last quarterback to get franchised? I'm not sure. Hmm. But I, I don't think it's happened to MVPs. Right. You know, it's different. Franchise quarterbacks and MVPs are different. And Lamar Jackson is different. Legitimately. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I, mean I know he, I mean, but did he have a good enough year to this this past year? No, because he was hurt. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I guess he was hurt. So he can't it's not about that. Justify. To him, it's not about that. Right. It's, it's, look what I've done. You know who I am. The sample is large enough. I won a league MVP. I got the third highest win percentage of anybody in the league over the entire course of my career. Pay me just like that, dude. Just get, give me a guaranteed deal. He's afraid that he's going to... Say Tina and I are car shopping. All right, Tina, join us over here. Say you and I are car shopping. And, and you and I are looking at the same exact car. We're looking at a white four-door blank. And the sticker price is the same. I go negotiate the deal. She goes negotiates her deal. Mm-hmm. Then they pull up front. They go, this one's yours, Mr. C. This one's yours, Tiny T. And I say to Tina, how much did you pay? And she says, oh, I paid 42 And I'm like, I paid 39 Sucker! Lamar's afraid of that. So you He's think this is like, do you think it, this is more so ego? You ever, like, ask per- ego? you ever ask a person on the plane next to you what they paid for their ticket? No, I never asked them. Yeah, sometimes you're like, you're on an aisle, the guy right across from you on the aisle. Say, when did you buy the ticket? This is two weeks ago. What'd you pay? $329. I paid $280. Damn. Mm. No one pays the same. Right. No one pays the same. On the but, plane. I mean, do you, but do you think this is just pure ego? That's the thing, is that he is a young man of principle. He's a deeply religious young man. He's a deeply um, convicted man of faith. Mm-hmm. And his Twitter indicates as such. Now, I know you'll say some of his language, and you're like, what? No, no. You can be both. No. Yeah, you uh, for sure. But he believes that God has a plan for him. He believes that God is determining how all this will play. So this is in God's hands. The problem with that is we've seen parents do this with not getting kids immunized where they're like, mm-hmm. well, no, God doesn't want our kid to, to get the shots or the God doesn't want our, our child to get the chemotherapy. It's God's, that's not God's plan. And then the kid dies. Right. Like if you believe that this is what you're going to have, either God's going to make it happen or he's not. But the problem is it doesn't allow any leeway for you to compromise. So that's the question. Is he being too stubborn? Tina, is he is Lamar Jackson being too stubborn? No one should tell him what to do with his money. We're not telling him what he should do. I'm asking you if you think he's being too stubborn. Or are the Ravens being too stubborn? Who's being too stubborn because it's not getting done? I do think it's Lamar Jackson being too stubborn because he he does think, and you can think that you deserve something, but what Deshaun Watson got is unrealistic for right. like every is for every other player. It's right. unrealistic. And right. so I think he's being stubborn thinking he can get that amount of money. And he does need to realize that, you know, again, that was a, something the Cleveland Browns did and it's unlikely to ever happen again. And he needs to like, again, like just so he's been understand. So yeah, he, he's, the stubborn he's, is on him. Yeah. Dean, you, no. and I, you and I are in line at an ATM. You and I, you're, you're behind me at an ATM. I put in my card. I take out a hundred bucks by accident to come out. They were stuck together. Mm-hmm. You then mm. go to take out a hundred bucks. You get a hundred bucks. You ask the bank, yo, 
the dude ahead money. of me, the dude ahead of me got two hundred bucks. They go, yeah, that was machine was a mistake. He shouldn't have. Right. And you you're demanding the uh, you're demanding the other hundred. I mean, that's that sounds incredibly you know unrealistic. It Deshaun, sounds unrealistic. Yes. Deshaun Watson got an extra hundred out the ATM. Right. He shouldn't have. It was a mistake. Yeah. Doesn't mean Lamar's entitled to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But what I'm saying is, and at the same time, like maybe both team, maybe both parties are being a bit stubborn. Because, you know, I mean, I'm sure that there's something that the Ravens could do on their end to negotiate better and make him a little more happy. But what's if he is saying? The reports are that he wants a fully guaranteed contract and that's it. And it, it, we can talk about the number later. But but can we fully guarantee the contract? Yes or no. And if they go, no, we can't fully guarantee, then there's nothing to talk about. Right. What's if that is? The I mean, to me, are, if, that, if that's the case, then they're both being stubborn. Like, if there's no number involved, if this, if this just comes down to a fully guaranteed contract. They said no. Then that's per, that's them being stubborn. And the other 31 owners have said, don't let him, including Cleveland, that made the mistake of doing it for Deshaun Watson. The problem is you gave that contract to the guy who just by one week uh, escaped going to prison, potentially, for uh, serial sexual assault. And sexual abuse. That makes it seem like it's so much worse. I mean, even though it was a it mistake in, in its own right, but you add that in, it's like, oh, it's I even wanna, worse. And I want to remind people again from my legal expertise of growing up in a legal household. My father was an attorney, then city attorney, then city judge. And my sister, who raised me, is currently an attorney and a city judge. Um, just because charges weren't filed, just because he didn't go to trial, doesn't mean the DA's office thinks he's innocent. What it means is it may not be worth the squeeze. Speaking of, it may not be worth the squeeze. How is your sister? Honey, she don't call that. me no more. Did you know she I knew that. She don't call me no more. She never did call you. I'm just saying, just in case. <laughs> she, you, you, you could say she never, she never called me. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, never, <laughs> never ever, never ever. But how is she? She's, all right, I'm just <laughs> She's a good thing. She'll be down actually. Yeah, I think the, next week. For real? You want to hang out? Of course. All right. You yeah. want me to be there? No, I didn't think so. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Um, is Lamar being unrealistic? If he says, I need a fully guaranteed deal, he's being unrealistic. Yes. Yeah. It was a mistake. The ATM spit out two 100s. The guy who fixes the ATM machine, he got reprimanded. He made a mistake. I, I, I didn't realize those bills were stuck together. Doesn't mean that he's entitled to an extra $100 bill as well. Um, my question is, what will ultimately happen with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? What will happen? Does he get franchise tag exclusive, non-exclusive? Does a deal get done? We got two weeks. Well, we got 13 days, 23 hours, and 34 minutes and 12 seconds. That's what we got. Because 4 p.m. on the 7th of March, that's it. Franchise tagging is done. I what ultimately happens? I don't, I don't really know what that means, but all I know is I think a deal will get done. Can you explain the non-exclusive and exclusive, like franchise tag? Yeah, without boring everybody. Yeah. Um, exclusive means he's going to get paid more. He's going to get $43 million, $44 million, something like that. Um, and no other teams can talk to him. But non-exclusive means, all right, other teams can, but we get draft picks if they do. And then we have a chance to lose him. Somebody else could snatch him. He could sign with them. And then we got to pay him uh, less money, the $32.5 million this year. The, the, the money works out to the average of the, the top five paid at that position. So I don't think, I think Lamar Jackson will like keep going how he's going. And I don't think he'll play for the Ravens if there's no deal made. You, he'll never play for the Ravens again? I don't think he'll play for the Ravens. No, I think, wow. he, I think he pays. I think they make a deal happen. They, go, they don't want, they don't want to lose him. 
But the point is, at this point now, does he maybe don't mind not to lose them? Is he maybe now not looking for an excuse like, you know what? Um, I don't feel the love. Remember? Show me the money. Show that's, me the that's love. What, that's what he should have. He should have Jerry Maguire doing Jerry this Maguire deal. Jerry Maguire should have negotiated this deal. Um, maybe, because Lamar did tweet some things out, remember? He sent mm-hmm. some messages, mm-hmm. and, and they weren't really that... Um, they weren't really that, well, I guess, disguised in the idea of you take care of something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember those messages. I mean, that's another thing, too, is that we don't really know the type of relationship they have in the locker room. You know, the type of relationship they have, he has with the, the back of the house, the front of the house people. Well, hold on. You're talking about the front office or the yeah. locker room? Because his well, relationship with yeah. the locker room is great. <laughs> well, I mean, the front office. You know what I'm saying? Say like, the, you say the front of the house. The front of yeah, the like, front office. That's like... Uh, uh, Django and Chained or something yeah. language, isn't that what they call that? The front of the house? No, what I mean, you can. That, you but can that's a very, like a restaurant. But that's a that's a that's a plantation type term. No, front of the house stuff. No. Okay, I'm just make, making no, no, sure. That, that was more like restaurant. Okay. Type All right. Good. Let's, let's keep yeah. it in that. Yeah. Okay. So you were saying. So what I'm saying is, we don't know the type of relationship he has with the higher ups, right? And those people, like he might have a. You know, he might be looking at them sideways sometimes. It's kind of like, you know what? I'm trying to get them for all, as much money as I can. It does, I'm not bending over backwards for them. It doesn't help. Well, he, he's not being asked, I don't think, to be unreasonable. He's asking the Ravens to be unreasonable. Since the contract that, De, that Deshaun Watson got is a mistake, is an outlier, is the exception, not the rule. The Ravens aren't asking him to be unreasonable. He's asking right. the Ravens to be. Right. When you look at it that way. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, he's a good kid, and he's a hell of a player, and we wish all involved. But I would, I would caution anybody to be cautious with um, stubbornness and the inability to make concession and compromise. It is key. Um, it is in life. It is key, and to recognize the fact that just because somebody else got it, everyone acknowledges it was a bad idea, and nobody else is going to get it. It's okay for you to. He's afraid that he'll compromise and then somebody else will get a fully guaranteed deal. Mm, mm, mm. Patrick Mahomes' deal ain't fully guaranteed. It's not? And Patrick Mahomes, no, hell no. Nobody's is. Yeah, no, so nobody else got it except for Deshaun Watson. Correct. Yep. And now he's holding out for that. That's crazy. He said, I want that too. I deserve that too. And you know what? He deserves it more than Deshaun Watson does on every level, on football level. Yeah, probably on everybody level. In, the, in the league probably does. Mm, well, I mean, Keep in mind, that league is full of people that maybe aren't great people, right. but they're great at what they do. The UFC is filled with lots of people that are great at hurting others, but not great human beings, right? right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, good. Coming up next, when we return, speaking of the UFC, what happened when a UFC fan brought a special handmade sign just for Dustin Poirier to a Mardi Gras parade? It probably didn't go as planned, and I think that's the case for this man because he brought a photographer with him. We'll tell you all of those details next. It is the home team on ESPN 106.3. It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 106.3. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. 
Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. It is a Twin Peaks Tuesday, and it is the home team experience. The 4 o'clock hour being fueled by Celsius, essential energy. Live fit. You got a big pay-per-view boxing event Saturday. Go to Twin Peaks. No cover charge. Why would you pay money to watch Jake Paul and Tommy Fury? I have no idea. Don't. That's Don't happening? No- yeah, that's happening. Saturday afternoon. Just go to Twin Peaks I and watch it. I forgot about it. Then next weekend um, is UFC, two. is it 290? No, it's a 288. You're I'm supposed right to know these. I don't know. I forgot. 287? Aren't you, aren't you on the call for that? I am. From Vegas? Yeah. Um. Anyway, pay-per-view. Watch them free. Twin Peaks. Never recover. Coming up in just a sec, speaking of the UFC, what happened when a UFC fan brought a special handmade sign just for Dustin Poirier to a Mardi Gras parade? Um, I'm not going to say probably. I'm going to say definitely. It definitely didn't go like the man planned. You don't think so? It definitely did not go like the man planned. <laughs> it definitely did not. Uh, we'll tell you I'm exactly. curious as to how he thought it was planned. Well, I got some oh, cues on this. Oh, I have an idea. Yeah. Um, it is uh, coming up in just a sec. First, though, Dean Thomas, Kaiser University. So do you have the best chili recipe or do you want to be a chili taster or maybe Mm. you want to be a vendor and have a booth? You can come to the Kaiser University Chili Cook-Off. That takes place Saturday, March 25th. It's from noon to three at the Kaiser Flagship Campus right here in West Palm Beach. The Chili Cook-Off is a family fun event open to everyone and the winning team will receive $300 cash and proceeds benefit the Kaiser Aquatic Center. You can sign up now to be a vendor or get tickets at forms.kaiseruniversity.edu slash chili-cookoff. That's forms.kaiseruniversity.edu slash chili-cookoff. We have Mardi Gras parades happening, Louisiana, etc. the bayou. It is, you know, Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday. Is today Fat Tuesday? I I would assume it's so. Fat Tuesday every Tuesday for me. It is it, currently. It is yeah. for you. Um, so there's a parade, and there is a man who is kind of swole. He's kind of mm-hmm. jacked, and he clearly has somebody recording him, recording video of him. He's a swole dude, and he's got a big, bushy beard. He kind of looks like Phil DeRue. Actually, he kind of looks like he wants to look like Conor McGregor, uh-huh. is what he looks like. He's kind of looking like he kind of wants to look like Conor McGregor, particularly there with the sunglasses. Right. You see that now when I zoom in? For sure. So this man has a poster board, a white poster board sign that he clearly went to Walgreens and bought. And then on it, and this is not even drawn, he's got decal letters. This isn't hand drawn. He bought right, there were le- stickers. He bought letters and he spaced it out perfectly because mm-hmm. I noticed that everything is perfectly spaced. And in capital letters... Um, because there was a Jeep coming down in the parade starring Louisiana's favorite son of MMA, the great Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier, he's a Louisiana native. Yes. This man flashes his sign to his cameraman, and then he turns around and makes sure that the cameraman has him in frame because here comes the vehicle with Dustin Poirier. And here's what the sign says. In black letters on white poster board, it says, Hey, Dustin. Comma. The second line says, your wife's. The third line says, in. The bottom line says, my DMs. Hey, Dustin, your wife's in my DMs. If you are an investigator like me, you will zoom in on the picture. And you will notice there are two other things on the poster. On the right side, 
is a Mardi Gras mask. The eye mm-hmm. mask with the feathers, right? Right. Roulez, roulez, bouton. Let the good times roll. On the other side, left side, it says custom-built refrigerators. Cajun Freezer Company. This man is attempting to promote his own business with that logo on this sign. <laughs> wow, hey, I didn't look that into it. I didn't it. see, I yeah, didn't I see didn't all that. that. Hey, Dustin, your wife's in my DMs. You didn't see it because you didn't look hard. Enough. No, I didn't, I didn't look at all. There you go. I, saw, right I just there. saw the, uh, you know, the basic lettering. I paused it and I go, but do you see how the man kind of looks like Connor? Mm-hmm. And it appears though he wants to right. look like Connor McGregor. Well, some of you remember the, uh, the 264 press conference in Las Vegas when Dustin Poirier was to fight Conor McGregor. It was fight week 2021. And Conor McGregor kept yelling at Dustin Poirier, your wife's in me DMs. Your wife's in me DMs. Mm-hmm. Your wife is your husband. He was attempting to get Dustin Poirier emotional and upset because he knew he couldn't win the fight otherwise. Right. He was bullying a man. In front of his family. He was attempting to embarrass a man in front of his wife, in front of his daughter, in front of his family. And this is, as most of you probably know, listen to the show, this is when I stood up and asked the question that took that attention away from that and instead, I guess, infuriated Conor McGregor. Your wife's in my DMs. Dustin Poirier is not a bleep talker. He's not there for that. He's not there for that nonsense. Absolutely not. He's a fighter. Right. And he's a family man. Right. And he's a committed citizen to his community. Hey, Dustin, your wife's in my DMs. This man makes sure his photographer is recording. And he walks around to make sure that Dustin can see Mm -hmm. the back. And he holds up the sign so he can read it. And then Dustin leans forward, leans forward, leans forward. And the man extends his hand. That was weird to me why he extended his hand, but keep going. The man extended his hand. The man was clearly expecting a handshake. Was exper- clearly expecting a handshake. And instead, Poirier leaned forward and slapped the man across the face. <laughs> and then the man, kind of shocked, took a step back. And then the Jeep continued, and Poirier, you see, wants to exit the vehicle. And his wife is not only holding him down, she is now screaming at him to stop. And she's also motioning for the driver to go. Keep going, go, go. Poirier wants to get out and fight the guy. Right. And the wife, Jolie, she stops the thing and she tells the driver, keep going. This man then throws up a meek left-handed middle finger mm-hmm. to Poirier because he's embarrassed yeah. at what just happened. Dean Thomas, um, what was this man attempting to accomplish? What was this Honestly, dude attempting like, to accomplish? I'm, I'm baffled. Because like, to me, I was like, on, part of me on one hand is like, well, you know, like a lot of people talk enough trash on Twitter. At least like he... You know, at least he had the stones to do something like this in in person. So, so, so what was he trying to accomplish? I thought he was really trying to, like, get under Dustin's skin. Tina? So I think his plan was for Dustin to do something to him. Like, he went there with a the plan for, like, I'm going to have this sign, get under Dustin's skin, and I want him to get out of his vehicle that he's in and try to fight me. And, you know, he has this sign that has his business on it, and that, like, promotes him, that he's the guy that, you know, Dustin Poirier got out of his Jeep I'm not, I'm not sure that'd be a good idea in Louisiana. I think it would backfire. I think that if you were trying to promote your business, it would not work with a local hero. Right, you would want to do it with somebody else. You want to do it with the bad guy. Right. Not the good guy, not the local guy. Um, here's what happened. Here's clearly to me what happened. This guy gets told he looks like Connor. He's got the beard, he wears sunglasses. This guy gets, and he likes that. I don't think he looks like Connor at all. 
I'll show you this picture again. I'll show you this picture again. And you'll say, you know what? Actually, I'll show it to him across the room. You sure about that? With that beard like that? I don't oh. think that looks like Connor whatsoever. All right. Dean, what do you think? I think I always said it looked I mean, like Phil Duro. All white dudes with beards look like Connor. <laughs> um, this man has a photographer, someone shooting the video. This man took good time and effort to make this sign with decals. He put his company logo on there. He, he, this is a moment for him. But when he extends his hand for the handshake, you've got to know that he's expecting this to be greeted with a laugh. And a kind that, of a, you, think, you think he thought that was going to go over well? He thought this was going to go over well. He thought that Dustin was going to laugh and say, good one, you kind of look like him. What's up, man? And shake his hand. Why would he extend his hand for that's a friendly handshake? That's why, to me, like I was taken aback by it because I was like, what does this guy think? What did he think was going to happen? He was expecting a laugh and a handshake and maybe even a photo op together where he's holding the sign with his business really? name on it. See, because, yeah. I think that if he was trying that, what you're thinking, like he would almost be like write a sign that says like Connor's wife is in my DMs. Like to that's what I would think of. But you're gonna make a sign to try and like, like shake hands with someone. He like, thinks he looks like Connor, and well, the, the the beard's playing to it, and the shades are playing to it. Dean, you're saying the beard is not. He has a gray beard. The beard that, that that's a Conor McGregor face. I mean, that's a. I that's, don't see it. Okay. Well, Sorry. I, well, I'm just saying like this. I like, promise I, you, find out who this guy is and check his social media, and I promise you, he follows. You probably probably got all kind of Connor stuff up, but for Promise. me. I'm on Dustin's side, so like I don't understand how somebody could say something like that and feel like it was a joke. Like, because, I, like because people are—they're not self-aware. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at this like, what did he th- when he put it out of his hand? I was like, what does he think was going to happen? Because he's not self-aware. You and I have talked about this before. You and I have both met fans of ours that thought that we were closer than we are. Right? People that thought we were cool like that. I don't know you. You may listen to the show. You may have met me ten times at events over the last twenty years, but I don't know you. And when somebody throws a slide, you know, a, a sly comment at me, I better know you in real life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and so you, we've talked about this and you've said there are times that people think that you guys are cooler than you are. Oh, that happens a lot. And then you kind of just but, make it awkward, right? Yeah. Well, he was making it awkward, but with a slap. I thought, like for me, I, I'm surprised Dustin actually didn't jump out because it wasn't like if, initially it wasn't going that fast. You know, he was, you know, I thought he could have jumped out and, and jumped on a dude. Yeah. But um, that guy got off easy. But I think sure. in Dustin's position, like Dustin is this, again, well-known fighter. Like they're always going to be trolls and people who do that to you. Like he has to know that that's just a part this of. This guy wasn't trolling him. Um, the sign, how this, not? Because his intent, this dude is like Michael Scott. He's not aware. He's think, clearly not aware. You would never go after the statewide legend in a parade like this with your company's name on the sign. Because now this dude's None embarrassed. That makes sense to me. He's embarrassed. He's humiliated. What do you think was going to happen? There's no, right? And when he extended his hand for a friendly handshake, he was expecting a handshake and a laugh. Problem was, his joke wasn't funny and it wasn't received as a joke. That, it was received as disrespect. To me, I don't get it at all. Like, I don't even understand. But you how understand get, how people do this stuff. I, I mean, kind of, but we've it just seen it make, yeah, I've seen it before. We've, but like, this to me is an extreme case of that. Like, how did he think that was going to go over well? He he thought he was going to get a laugh, and he thought he was going to get a handshake and probably a photo op, and that's why he's got a photographer shooting it. To me, it makes more sense that he that he would have thought that you know what maybe Dustin's going to hit me and I can sue him. To me, that's what it. That's what I would have thought. Not with like, a sign like yeah, that. I know, like with his logo on it, and Not I mean, it was, like per- it was perfectly made, and you you could tell he put time into this. Correct. <sighs>
Correct. Man, this guy is delusional. So the correct answer to what did he think was going to happen was he thought he was going to get a handshake and going to get a laugh and going to get a picture together. That's what he thought was going to happen. Who's more in the wrong um, for the slap? This dude deserved it because that's assault. Someone can say things to you. They can write signs like that to you. You can't physically hit them in the street. There's video of this. Dustin Poirier could be charged today with misdemeanor assault if this man so chose or a local politician Mm -hmm. or someone in law enforcement. Um, Don't forget what's right. Isn't always what the law is and the law isn't always what's right. You understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. I, I mean, obviously you know where my heart stands on this. Like you shouldn't be doing that to people. And I don't blame Dustin for slapping him. I don't blame Dustin either. Yeah. But if you ask me, did he commit simple assault? The answer is yes. I mean, yes, it's yes, obviously assault. Yes. And should he face repercussion for that? Probably. Probably there's a fine. Yeah. Right? I'm sure, I'm sure, like, if that happens, get a fine or whatever, maybe, you know, donate to the you can't, charity or something, but whatever. Buy a refrigerator or whatever the business is. Yeah. Buy a refrigerator. Yeah, keep your hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. In refrigerators and that dude. Th- th- this was one of those things where it's like, um, you may think you're cute and clever, and the internet grooms y'all to believe that you can say things and do things and get away with things, and and it's just this is real life. See, that's what I was saying. Like, so part of me was kind of like, man, this guy had the stones to do it in real life. I can see people people do it all the time, you know, behind the keyboard. But yeah. this guy did it in real life. That's what I'm thinking. If that were the case, he wouldn't have had his hand extended for handshake, and then he wouldn't have been shocked, and then he wouldn't have given the finger. He would have been continuing to move forward. Yeah, that don't make no sense to me. Because when does it make sense now? I mean, it makes sense, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I, I can't relate to that type he of thought. He thought process. it'd be funny. He thought it was going this to be clever. This dude's a dummy. Like, yes, I think this yes. dude's a dummy. Correct. Michael Scott. And he deserved a slap. Correct. Michael Scott, self awareness. Yeah. He's the least self aware character on television. Has no idea what he's saying is wrong. Has no idea what he's doing is wrong. Has no idea that's a bad idea. And nobody told him. Like, I'm sure somebody had to help him with the sign. They was probably like, you know what, man? Maybe this ain't that good of an idea. He's a big, swole guy. He might own that company. And I'm sure he's got yes men that just tell him. He looks like a steroid guy. He looks like a juice Yeah, for sure. Uh, We're going to find out more about this poor dude. And he's going to wind up saying, (laughs) I I was just trying to be funny. Yeah. (laughs) I was just trying. I was just, I, I love that guy. Uh, I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Probably follows both those fighters, Yeah, to be honest. But uh, Dustin Poirier's built different. He's made different. (sighs) Listen, we've we've talked about this before. I was in the middle of that press conference, and that was the point at which Dustin Poirier smiled for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's the first time that he felt relief because somebody got... My heart was beating through my chest. It's terrifying to get up there and ask those questions. It's terrifying. For me, it is. Mm-hmm. You don't mind doing it. No. It, to me, it's, it's like I can't feel my hands. Right. You see me at the beginning. If you watch the video, I forget what I'm going to say. I, I literally, you see me forget. I look and I'm, I'm lost in that. If Dustin Poirier didn't look that uncomfortable, if he didn't look that shamed in front of his family that he'd sit there and take that, there's no way in hell I stood up. No way in hell. You and Looking, I agree. Yeah. But we've talked about this a million times. Yeah. There's no way in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy got off easy. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. He did. But he thought like, he was being funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> Talk about bad ideas. I don't mean, know. Like, that's, that's, like, that, was a, that was a terrible idea. Because <laughs> he, he, he told his dude, he's like, make sure you get a picture because we're going to get a picture together. Yes, he was like, yo, had a camera ready. Watch this. <laughs> terrible idea. Ter- that's got to be one of the dumbest ideas of the week. One of the worst backfires. <laughs> yeah. In the history of, hey, watch this. 
Uh, coming up next, um, a woman was out walking her dog, and she had a violent interaction with a what? We hear of like, oh, a woman was walking her dog, and then she had an altercation with, she had a violent interaction with. I've never heard of this before. You won't believe it, but we'll share it with you next anyways. John C. Cassidy is the first and last name for your air conditioning and now for your plumbing needs. It's a family-owned company since 1960. They, John C. Cassidy, believe in honesty, integrity, and trust. That's how John's dad started the company, and that's how he runs it today. To save time, money, and aggravation, call Cassidy and enroll in the Cassidy Care Program because they catch a problem before it becomes a problem which means you're not paying for costly repair or replacement. Get an inspection and a full uh, a full inspection recommendations from their experts with your plumbing needs as well. They answer the phone 24 hours a day so you never have to leave a message and wait for a call back. Nobody wants that when your AC is broke. Instead, Live Management Pro, boom, you're on your way. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. Great people, great family, great company. The first and last name in air conditioning and plumbing is John C. Cassidy. The look on Tina's face when I was explaining that this man thought it was going to go well, the look mm-hmm. of her nonverbals were like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't get it. And I still don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad idea. Very bad idea. And yeah. I just still don't get yeah. What a dummy. It's the home team on ESPN 106.3. It's the four o'clock hour on ESPN 106.3. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. You get stories of people out to walk their dog and they have an altercation with something or an incident. Violent with something. I've never heard of this. Mm. This is the first. We'll find out what that is in just a sec. And we continue to monitor the franchise tagging situation in the National Football League. It is fascinating this year because you got situations like the Giants where their quarterback and their star running back are both up for a franchise tag. So a deal's going to get done with one, and the other's going to get slapped with the tag. Ooh. And how's that person slapped with the tag going to take it? Ooh. And if it's Daniel Jones, that'd be one of those rare quarterbacks that gets franchise tag. Mm. In his spot, it'd be a case of we don't really know who you are yet. Mm. We don't believe that last season was necessarily the truth. That makes sense? Makes sense. Truest always makes sense. Because when you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Truest wants to show you the meaning of care they have in our communities. They continue to. Because it's not what people say that matters. It's what they do. That's Truest. Truest would like to change how you think about your bank. Because they're going to become your bank. They want to focus. They want... Rather, you to focus on the things in life that matter the most. Like maybe it's going to college, getting a degree. Maybe it is getting married, buying a home, having kids, starting a business. You know, the things in life that actually do matter. Truist wants to be your bank of choice for your checking and your savings and your credit cards and your mortgages, your loans, your investments. All the above. So you can focus on those things in life that matter. Visit a branch near you. Stop in. See what's up. Check them out online. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. T-R-U-I-S-T dot com. Truest. You start with care, you get a different kind of bank. All right, let's play 
guess that uh, violent incident. What do you think, Dean? This woman um, was out walking her dog, and she had a violent incident. Where, where, where was that? In Florida? Damn it. That's a good question. It was in Alaska. In Alaska? Yeah. A penguin. A penguin. A violent altercation walking her dog with a penguin. Tina. Mm-hmm. A polar bear. A polar bear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A seal. A seal. <laughs> sea lion. Wait, how was how seal less of a ridiculous answer? <laughs> <laughs> how, how, it's, penguin. It's, a, it's Anchorage, Alaska. She goes, polar bear. Just kidding. A seal. <laughs> would, would a seal be more of a joke than a polar bear? Yeah, for sure. In Alaska? I know. I don't know. It was a penguin. I just saw a story last night that there used to be 350-pound penguins that roamed the no. earth. No. Did it really? I'll find it. King I'll tell penguins? you about Penguins it. are one of my favorite animals. No, they used to be they're, terrifying. They're also monogamous. They made for life. I know. Well, except for this except one. Except for that one, one uh, trick. I, I hate that story, man. Um, Dean and I watch this video, <laughs> and it, this dude leaves, and this other dude steals his wife and steals his baby. And then the husband comes back and tries to fight the boyfriend, and the boyfriend beats up the husband. Oh, it's the saddest thing ever. And then he tries to fight him again, and the boyfriend beats him up worse. Now he's all bloody, and he has to hobble off. And the wife doesn't leave with the husband. She stays with the she boyfriend. Stays with the, I mean, it's so sad. And it's, I mean, it just gave me it's the heartache. Sad, it really it, gave me heartache. It's the saddest video I've ever seen in my I life. I know. Saddest video I've ever seen in my life. It's like the story of my life. I'm like, ah. It's the saddest video I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen Stolen Banowitz play football. <laughs> College football. <laughs> a woman in Anchorage, Alaska, is recovering from her injuries after she was kicked in the head by a moose. No. While oh walking her dog last week. The shocking moment was captured on video. Tracy Hansen and her dog Gunner were walking the usual route they take three times a week when she was suddenly kicked to the ground in February. The incident um, was recorded by a passerby. Quote, I thought someone had not been paying attention and hit me with a bike or something. (laughs) I put my hands up to my head and I'm like, I'm bleeding. End quote. More of this fascinating tale later. But uh, it was a moose. With a moose. How do you not see that coming? I know. Cocktail Hour is next. The latest on the saga of Lamar Jackson and more. The home team is on ESPN 1063.